0: Hi everyone, my name is Heather Williams and I'm a sports anchor at WCYB in Bristol, Tennessee, in Virginia. The famed Bristol Motor Speedway is less than five miles from where I live and I am a NASCAR junkie, but it hasn't always been that way. I mean, I've always loved cars. My dad worked for Ford and bought me a 1964 and a half Mustang when I was 12 years old. He was planning to refurbish it to let me drive it when I was 16. I kind of wish I still had that car. (laughs) Anyway, I loved IndyCars, Rick Mears with the man in my eyes, Well, now I'm starting to ramble a little bit. I didn't get into NASCAR until I was pushed into it during my time in Chattanooga, kicking and screaming. I was forced to cover my first race in 2002, but I've been hooked on racing ever since, covering the sport for the last 20 years. I've been doing some sort of this backstretch thing for about 15 years, first in blog form and then a weekly segment in our newscast, but there never seems to be enough time to get into all the things that I want to talk about. So this off season, I decided to do what everybody else does and start this podcast. Each week, we'll catch up with different drivers. And my friend, longtime NASCAR crew chief Chris Carrier, will join me to talk about the news of the day, the big things of the week, that sort of stuff. So I guess it's time to get this party started with episode one, of the backstretch let's start with my friend chris carrier chris is currently the crew chief for the number 75 food country truck in the camping world truck series but chris has worked in the sport for several decades in all three of the major series chris nascar returns to the track this weekend with the bush light clash at the coliseum so it's here it's gonna happen what do you think the racing will be like on sunday
1: Um, Heather I'm looking for a a day that's going to be a race an event that's going to be filled with a lot of oh my gosh Um, this is going to be basically well literally a, a racetrack built around a football field or on where a football field used to be so you're talking about at most quarter mile in length and it's says it has like two degree banking which is about as flat as you can get so new asphalt uh, a new, completely new venue in a historic uh setting you know the los angeles coliseum i mean think about how much history has been in in on this site uh over the years but most of it's been football related now now we have the premier series of auto racing in america Uh, running a it's a non-points event but it's uh basically it's it's the boost classes of the past and these type races have ended up being uh pretty much a wrestling match you know to the the lion's share of the prize money going to the winner and so it's going to be the first time on the track competing with the next gen the new cars of cup series uh, there's going to be a lot of unknowns, a, t- a tremendous amount of unknowns, and you're going to put these guys out there and you're going to wave bone uh, t- steak in front of them and also the thing of, of just simple old pride, you know, of wanting to win the first race uh, of a lot of things. And I don't know. I think it's going to turn into being a slam, bam, bash, crash, clash, uh, just a... a, 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 a A megatron of racing excitement and it's probably going to get down kind of get down and dirty and and the way things were back uh what a lot of people say years ago back in the old days so i think it's going to be pretty interesting i think it's going to be pretty exciting for the fans i think if i'm if i'm not mistaken they're they're expecting a full crowd uh from what i understand and um you know (laughs) it's It's going to be uh, one one heck of a way to start off our season.
0: <laughs> so, so, Chris, you're a crew chief. Does it bother you at all that they've taken the crews out of this? Because, I mean, I personally love the fact that they're, like, trying a new venue and trying something new and trying to get a new market in a super short track. But the fact that there's not going to be any live pit stops or any crews involved, does that take a little bit of, out of it for you?
1: I, I, yes, Heather, I think it does. You know, I mean, I'm uh, I came from an era... Uh, before an era, before another era that that all you know uh, depended on people's ingenuity to start with and they'll be able to hand fabricate stuff and so on and so forth and and this particular car is does not you know does not really involve that, but then also too, like you're talking about uh, the crews, the pit crews, and the guys at the racetrack having more to do with what what really the outcome of these races, and the pit crews not really being part of it. Uh, I think it's that's going to be a little different. Uh, I'm not going to say it's going to be all bad, but I think it's going to be just a different, um, you know, just a different look and a different feeling. And uh, you know, again, like I said, this this whole weekend, this whole event is about seeing things that we haven't seen in a Cup Series event before. So uh, I'm just saying watch out stay tuned (laughs) expect the unexpected don't be surprised uh i'd say just enjoy the moment for whatever and and think of like okay and in another two weeks they're going to be racing at daytona in the great american race in these same type cars some of the same cars and that's going to be way different too uh so this this to me is uh a good this the fireworks before the fireworks kind of and I, I think it's uh, going to be pretty interesting. I think a lot of people is going to watch on Sunday.
0: So you mentioned the next gen cars. This is the official debut of the car. There's been all yes. sorts of questions about it. Eleventh hour changes to the rule packages, supply shortages. How close is this whole thing from being just a mess?
1: Uh, I think it's in that category in a, in a lot of aspects, in a lot of respects, and a lot of different things. Uh, you know, the they've been having some some issues getting parts in time because teams don't fabricate parts anymore. They come from specified uh, manufacturers of the different parts in all in all areas of these cars. So it's been uh, it's been a little hectic for these teams getting enough stuff to put cars together to have enough cars to start the season with. So I know that's that's causing a lot of tension right now. People are pretty nervous about. You know starting this season the first especially the first few races without having a lot of cars sitting in the floor of their shops so they're going to be they're going to be a little apprehensive you know about how much are we going to tear up and what are we going to do when we tear up um but two the way these cars are going to handle and drive and how much stability they're going to have uh what's going to make them run faster uh handle better uh have more grip have more aerodynamic stability? these are things that these teams are going to be just constantly trying to learn. And um, I think there's still going to be a lot of engineering uh, influence on the performance of these things. But there again, Heather, it's just, there's no notebooks. You know, there's no, they're not going to be looking back at like, okay, what did we do here last year? Uh, Because there's no notebook for that. Uh, These things are completely different you know it's independent suspension all the way around the body is the body is way different than anything they've done the construction of the cars the brakes are way bigger it's rack and pinion steering uh it's it's a transaxle you know there's no real transmission it's just it's just a lot of different stuff and it's it's for everybody not only the driver the crew chief but the people putting things together and they're they're now i think teams are learning kind of it's almost like a they take a take a build sheet almost like they would in a at a dealership or a car manufacturer and and just start to putting the things together step by step and I, I don't know it's i think it's throwing some kinks in you know how things are done but the more they do it they're going to learn it they're going to master it and they're going to be able to put these things together pretty quick once they have all the parts laying there available. I think these cars can go together really quick. Um, I think the drivers are going to have a lot of uh, relearning to do about uh, throttle response, uh, steering response, how to feel these cars, how to relate what they're feeling to their crew chiefs and their race engineers about what to do to make them better, and then there's going to be a lot of learning – a big learning curve on, okay, what are the things that we can actually do that we can change uh, that are going to make these cars react to, to, to have, you know, a better race car, better package. So, uh, I, I again, I'm like the first first few weeks, one being the Bush, you know, the, the Bush Clash at the Los Angeles Coliseum, and then the Daytona 500, and then there's going to be uh, several West Coast trips here early in the season. To Fontana, Las Vegas, Phoenix. There's a, there's Atlanta coming up. It is a whole new venue. That's another thing. Atlanta's repaved, more banking, um, reconfiguration. It's like a mile and a half super speedway. It's what it's going to be. It's going to be very fast with a lot of grip. Um, going to be a lot of new learning here. A lot, a lot of new
0: things learned early in the season. It's going to happen pretty quick. My guest this week is William Byron, driver of the number twenty-four Chevy for Hendrick Motorsports. How are you, William? Good. Um, thanks for doing this. I appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. All right, so let's start with this. I feel like the NASCAR season is really short, anyway, but uh, the off season. But uh, it seems even shorter this year without with all the testing that's going on. So, were you able to do anything fun at all in the off season? <laughs>
2: Yeah, I did. I did a few fun things. I I felt like I managed it pretty well. Um, You just got to kind of, you know, as you learn, uh, you kind of figure out how to manage your time and things like that. So got to go on a a vacation, um, you know, with my family. And that was nice. And then uh, and then just kind of spent the rest of the time around home and doing things that I enjoy. So it was it was a lot of fun. Um, Definitely ready to get back racing, though
0: all of your teammates seem to be uh, spending most of their off season racing. Um, Did you do any of that or did you just watch them and cheer them on?
2: Yeah, I did. uh, I did a cart race uh, down in Florida after the Daytona test. So that was a lot of fun. Um, Enjoyed it. I was there for, I was in Florida for a week, so it was a long time, but, um, but yeah, it was good to uh, good to do that race, you know, very challenging kind of road course race. So it was, was fun to do that and hopefully I can do, Hopefully I can do some more of those uh, coming up soon.
0: What's the testing schedule been like for you? I know it's been, there's been a lot of tests going on. Have you done a lot of them? I think I saw you were on the schedule, maybe to test tomorrow in Phoenix.
2: Yeah, I've done, um, I've done most of them. I think, um, you know, I did Daytona twice, um, did Charlotte twice. So haven't had a chance to run both of those places and uh, the Roval as well. So it's been fun. I, I think it's been nice to do some testing this year. kind of get back in the, in the hang of it. And um, I think it helps kind of learn the car and things like that. So I'm, I'm looking forward to tomorrow afternoon. I'm going to be in Phoenix for that. And then, uh, and then also for Thursday, Friday with the uh, wheel force car. So looking forward to all that track time. Um, Definitely going to be helpful for me to, you know, going forward this year.
0: So I mean, we're here. The new car is here. We can't get away from it. Um, what's your impression? How do you think it's going to be when you guys hit the track in LA?
2: Yeah, I think um, I think it's going to be really really fun. Um, it's come the the car's come a long way since we started testing. I feel like now it's in a good spot where it's ready to race, and uh, we have a good idea of kind of what it needs and stuff like that. So looking forward to it, and I feel like it's gonna it's gonna be a, an exciting race because. Honestly, the braking and the shifting is all different. So I I think at these short tracks, we're going to be able to do some different things than we have in the past.
0: So what about you this season? I mean, you're, you're a guy now, you're in the club, you're a perennial playoff driver. What's the next step for you?
2: Well, I think just trying to get into that top four, um, that's always the goal. So, um, you know, been in the playoffs for the last three years. So that's been a good thing. Um, But but definitely trying to get over that next hump and, and try to get into the, uh, you know, get into the final four. So looking forward to that, uh, the challenge of, of all that. And um, I feel like we're, we're in a good position going into this year to, to capitalize on what we've been doing.
0: How hard is it to take that next step? I mean, it seems like there is, the the field is so deep. I mean, guys that missed the playoffs are guys that I consider to be right there with you ready to take the next step that Missed the Final Four, ready to take that next step. Blaney, your teammate Bowman. You had two former champions in Logano and Keselowski. I mean, it seems like getting into the into the playoffs is one thing, but make taking that next step, man, that seems hard.
2: Yeah, you definitely have to have things go right. Um, you know, I feel like you know it's it's really dependent on how's your team running, how are you guys gelling, uh, communication wise. Do you have the, do you have the intangible qualities that it takes to win, um, you know, pick through, um, you know, strategy, uh, restarts, those things come to mind in terms of things that really, really, uh, equate to race wins and also advancing further in the playoffs. So, um, you gotta, you gotta be mistake free, but at the same time, you gotta be fast. So, you know, it's, it's a tough challenge, but, um, you know, I feel like we were, I feel like we were close last year in some ways, um, but definitely came up short. But uh, I think going into this year, I feel really optimistic for what we've learned um, from last year. And I think it's going to be a good year. Uh,
0: The Daytona 500. I mean, you've had a lot of success at Daytona. Your whole team has really, but it just seems like on race day, man, bad luck catches up with you. What would it mean to to brush off that bad luck and be a Daytona 500 champ?
2: Yeah, it'd, it'd definitely be nice to, you know, finish one in the top five for sure. But uh, yeah, it, it would be cool to be great to win that race. I think you know I don't go there to to try to run uh, well. I try to go to win. So I feel like it, it'd be an awesome awesome race to win, and definitely would uh, set the tone for the rest of the year. So um, looking forward to it nonetheless, and kind of excited for what's ahead uh, with that race. It's always something you look forward to. But um, with some of the new things this year with our team, I feel like I'm excited for it. So um looking forward to it 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 should be a lot of fun and um a little bit a little bit different with the next gen card but not not too different um from from the test that we just had so looking forward to it
0: awesome thank you so much for your time William I appreciate it good luck at the clash and at Daytona
2: thank you appreciate it
0: with the Bush Light Class being this week, it being a completely different venue, a brand new track built from scratch, just something we've never seen before. And of course, racing in LA. I wanted to get some other drivers' takes on the race at the Coliseum. So here's Eric Almirola, Martin Trex Jr. and Corey LaJoy.
2: I'm looking forward to it. You know, I think uh, the racing is really going to be exciting. I think um, it's going to be interesting. There's a lot we don't know. We don't know about the car. We don't know how the racetrack is going to be. Um, there's a lot of unknowns, but the one really cool thing is, is that forever I'll be able to tell my kids and grandkids that, uh, you know, I raced in the LA Coliseum and, uh, that's really cool. And my son got really excited. Uh, I was showing him some pictures of it, um, the other night and he said, dad, that's where the cars movies from. So, um, that's kind of cool. Thinking about it. I mean, I've never raced, uh, you know, stock car on a track this small and obviously we've never raced the next gen car. So it's, um, it's going to be interesting. You know, I think the cool thing is it's, uh, it's going to be a lot of fun, um, you know, to do something new and, you know, there's a lot of excitement around it as well. So, um, I think everybody's anxious to get out there, get on track, see what we, uh, what we can do. And, you know hopefully uh turns into a fun event for for the drivers and you know hopefully uh you know i'll enjoy it and usually if i do enjoy it we'll we'll run well so um you know excited about it and uh it should be it should be good
1: i think the one thing that everybody's overlooking slightly is that we all are in a way sometimes we don't show it but we are professional race car drivers so i think that You know, what you see in a quarter ring bull ring on a Saturday night isn't quite the the product you're going to see here on Sunday or even Saturday night. So, you know, with the consideration of everybody's pretty lean on equipment and cars right now, you're not going to see, I don't think you're going to see any really bonehead moves or aggressive moves besides maybe some uh, rooting gouging for a transfer spot. But, you know, you're not going to see people wipe each other out often, I don't think. Um, And I could be wrong.
0: It's definitely going to be different. New cars, a completely built from scratch track. It has the potential to be a disaster. But even if it is, I'm not sure that that matters. It has people talking. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is going to be the grand marshal. I mean, how cool is that? I can remember watching and loving Kareem when I was like eight years old. There's going to be a whole new set of fans watching and looking in on her sport. It's better if it goes smoothly, of course. And hopefully it will. But... As the cliche goes, there's no such thing as bad publicity in NASCAR, entertainment, whatever it is. So I'm excited to see how it goes. Thanks for checking in on the first episode of The Backstretch. We'll catch you again next week.